Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. God has had me been teaching on the mind, and I am so grateful for that because I tell you what, we have to become skillful in our thought life. Um, One of the things, and I always go back to this, I often will teach this in our congregation because it is so, so important when the Spirit gives us something. It needs to be continually rehearsed and gone back to. My goodness, I want to say maybe 15 years ago or so now, my husband was holding here at the church, he was holding a healing meeting one night, and he got done preaching, and he said to me at the end of the service, he said, "Uh, you've got something. And so I've learned that when he said, I got something, that I got something. (laughs) So I took the microphone, and when I did, I got up and I spoke in tongues for a moment, and then I interpreted what I spoke, and that happened three times. So I spoke in tongues, interpreted, spoke in tongues again, interpreted, spoke in tongues again, interpreted. And that night, the Holy Ghost gave us three ways that Christians can open the door to the enemy on their life. Um, you know this, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. So we don't belong to Satan's kingdom. But Paul said in in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, he said, neither give place to the devil. So we can give place or open the door to the enemy. Now notice the wording Paul says, neither give place, meaning this, the devil can't just take a place in us. We have to give him a place. And one of the ways we give him a place is we think wrong. You know, uh, he injects wrong thoughts or tries to inject wrong thoughts. And if we take his thoughts, if we turn them over in our thought life, if we become worried, if we become fearful, uh, then that gives him an opening. So just because you gave him a place, because at different times we've opened the door to the enemy in some way. And if we gave him a place, you know what? We can take back the place we gave him. We can make an adjustment, make a change, and we can find where we open the door to him and we can close that door. And then he cannot continue to work the way he has been previously. But because we're redeemed from the curse, the law, uh, we don't come back under the curse. It's just that we open the door to the enemy. And so the Holy Spirit gave us that night at at that service, he gave us three primary ways, not the only way, but three primary ways that Christians can open the door to the devil, open the door to sickness, open the door to defeat, open the door to lack. Um, And so I want to give you those again, because these were given by the Spirit of God. And like I said, what comes from the Spirit of God in that manner, it needs to be continually rehearsed. We don't want to let those things slip. So that night, he gave us the, the primary way that we as believers can open the door to the devil, he said, number one, is through the loss of peace. Now, peace is a fruit of the spirit that resides on the inside of you, but it is our, it's our responsibility, but also our privilege to tend to that peace so that we are causing that fruit of peace to grow. And listen, when we, when it grows, we need to pick it. We need to partake of that flow of peace in our daily life. So notice the wording that the spirit of God gave us that when we, through the loss of peace, Well, what can rob us of peace? And that is worry, fear, doubt. These things rob us or uh, 
They rob us of peace or we step out of the flow of peace when we step into those flows. And really, worry, doubt, they are all uh, flows of fear. Anxiety, panic attacks, all of these are flows of fear. And so when we close the door to fear, we close the door to worry, we close the door to doubt, we close the door to these things that trouble the thought life. So the first thing the Spirit of God said is that if we step out of peace, because uh, the enemy would try to suggest wrong thoughts, fearful thoughts, troubling thoughts to draw us out of the flow of peace. Now, you'll remember in uh, Mark chapter 5 when the woman with the issue of blood, remember the woman with the issue of blood. For 12 years, she had been suffering. And she got out of her house and she went and found where Jesus was. And the whole way that she was going, looking for him, she said, kept saying to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll sh I shall be whole. She finds him. And when she gets there, of course, there's a crowd of people around and she pressed through the crowd and she reached up and she touched him. And he, he perceived that power or anointing virtue flowed out of him and she was healed. So he stops for a testimony meeting. And so she tells about her situation. And at the end of that, he said, uh, woman, he said, go in peace. And the Amplified says, he said, go into peace and be continually healed. So notice this. Not only did she receive healing, but he was telling her how to keep her healing. He said, go into peace and be continually healed. In other words, don't let your healing be robbed from you. And he was letting her know that by staying in peace, she was staying in a place where her, her health could not be robbed from her. Listen, worry opens the door to sickness. Worry opens the door to... Um, really to having a troubled, harassed mind. And so you have to wonder that when Jesus told her, he said, go into peace and be continually healed. He was not only telling her how to hold fast to her healing so that the enemy wouldn't steal it, the lack of peace would steal it. But you have to wonder, is that what opened the door for her originally to become sick? Did she step out of peace? Was she living a life of worry? Was she cooperating with fear, you know? Well, the thing is, is that we can learn from her experience. And he said, go into peace and be continually healed. So it is so important that you protect your peace. Anything that robs you of peace, resist it. Talk to it. Um, thoughts of worry thoughts of fear, thoughts of doubt, answer them. It's not about you trying to not hear them because you can't stop the devil from talking. But I tell you what, the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee. How do we resist him? We answer him with the word. But know this, the whole time, once he's fleeing, he's talking the whole time he's going. He does not shut his mouth on the way out. He's talking the whole time. Be, be untroubled by what he would say. Don't be worried. Don't become fearful. Don't lose your peace. <clears throat> Don't yield up your peace to the enemy because he would love to steal your peace. Listen, if he can steal your peace, he can steal your health. If he can steal your peace, he can steal, uh, he can steal your prosperity. Don't lose your peace. Protect your peace. Anything that causes you to be troubled, resist it. If it, 
If this, if the thought, the suggestion does not lead you to peace and joy, God's not, God's not participating in that. So you take your stand against it. So that's the first way that, that Christians can open the door to sickness. They can open the door to defeat. They can, they can lose out on the flow that God's provided is they yield to worry. They yield to fear. They yield to doubt. They, they step out of the flow of peace. Have you ever noticed that when you're worrying, you can't hear God? <laughs> Why? Because that's uh, worry's not his flow and he can't be heard in the flow he's not in. And so we have to guard and protect our peace. The second thing that the Spirit of God told us that night that will open the door to sickness, open the door to defeat, open the door to the devil, he said, is to veer from the plan of God. I tell you what, the plan of God, the will of God for your life is your safe place. And I love something that Brother Copeland says. He says, the will of God is your wealthy place. Meaning every single arena of your life is nourished in the will of God. I even say this, living in the will of God makes you untouchable. Yeah, the devil will attack, but um, he cannot get a foothold on people who are focused on accomplishing the will of God and their interest is in the will of God and they're cooperating with the will of God. They're being a doer of the word for their life. And uh, God said to me, he said on one occasion, he said, make my people to know that long life is connected to my plan. So we have to so value the plan of God for our life the will of God for our life, that we don't exchange it for something we made up. We don't exchange it for something else that's offered us because in the will of God, uh, that's where the blessings of God flow unhindered. So as long, when we stay in the will of God for our life, we open the door to, the, to sickness. We open the door to defeat. We open the door to the devil. And I've often said this, when you're out of the will of God, now, you, listen, we ought to take care of ourselves physically. I mean, that's just walking in wisdom to do that, to, you know, have a, a good diet and to exercise, all those kinds of things natural. They're, they're a help. But when you're out of the will of God, <laughs> a bucket of broccoli is not going to sustain you in disobedience. I mean, you know, I don't care how much broccoli and how much greens you eat. You know, I'm not mocking making, uh, you know, mocking a good diet, but a good diet will never substitute for being in the will of God. And so when you're measuring a healthy lifestyle and a right lifestyle, don't leave out the fulfilling of the will of God, the plan of God, because that's where the blessing of God is going to be enjoyed unhindered. And so don't veer away from the plan of God for your life. To veer away from the will of God, the plan of God, is to veer from long life. It's to veer from health. It's to veer from prosperity because the fullness of God's blessing lays in the path of His, in the path of His plan, in the path of His will. So the first thing to keep the door closed to the enemy is guard your peace. Don't let worry, fear, doubt rob you of peace. 
You have to answer wrong thoughts. You have to answer troubling thoughts with the word. Second of all, don't veer from the plan of God. And the third thing that the Spirit of God spoke to us that night was this. He said many, or the third way that people open the door to the enemy is through the lack of gratitude. Now listen to that. Just not being grateful for the blessings of God and what he's made ours will open the door to the enemy. It will open the door to sickness. When you're thanking God for your sick, for, for your body being healed and for being free from sickness, I mean, throughout the day, when you're just thanking God for health, that keeps the door to sickness closed. When, because why? Because gratitude, worship, and praise is an expression or a voice of faith. And so whenever you're releasing your faith through thanksgiving, through gratitude, through praise and worship, you're keeping the door closed to the enemy. So uh, just, uh, just being mindful to be grateful uh, is a flow that is going to protect the blessings of God in your life. Now, it's no wonder that the psalmist said, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Why? Because when you're praising, as I said, that is one way of expressing and releasing faith. And I want you to know the devil cannot whip your faith. <laughs> I mean, he is a defeated foe. And when you're in faith, uh, you're going to stay in the flow of victory. So I want to remind you of these three things because what a blessing for us to know these things. And I say to ministers or pastors watching, take these three things and teach them because they're not just my revelations. This is what the Spirit of God said. And so we keep the door closed to the enemy when we protect our peace from worry, from fear, from doubt, and we stay in the... We stay in the place where the blessings can flow unhindered when we stay in the will of God. Staying in the will of God is a closed door to the enemy. You know, Dad Hagen used to say this. He said, I was never attacked in my body until I got out of the will of God in some way. And so that's, that, that is important for us to take note of that and realize that and learn that. And then the third thing is be grateful. What we're grateful for, we're mindful of. What we're grateful for, the devil can't steal from us. It's lack of gratitude when the enemy can steal something from us. So stay grateful. Stay appreciative. Keep praising and worshiping God for all the things he's blessed us with because that is the voice of faith. That is the releasing of faith that will keep us in the flow of those things that belong to us. So I thank you for taking the time to spend with me tonight. And I trust those things are a blessing to you. And don't forget, we have our midweek service that you're welcome to join us. If you can't be here in person, we'd love to have you watch by live stream. So God bless you. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Love you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.